Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is episode 17 with Cassie Imadi. Holy macaroni, I just finished recording an episode of Female Startup Club with the founder of a soap bar brand. And oh my God, I never knew how fab soap bar brands could be until I came across Nutty. Cassie started her brand a few short years ago with the vision to bring sparkle back into a tired industry through a millennial-focused brand. And it's actually nuts how quickly she grew it and found her tribe. But the best part is where she tells us about a very special project she launched when all of this lockdown craziness got started. I just love this episode so, so much. And if you could have seen my face and all of the silent lols I was having, you would be in an absolute fit. We got through it with just a few minor tech issues, which is the story of my life right now. But I hope you love it even more than I do, if that's even possible. This is Cassie for Female Startup Club. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. 
It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's start from the very beginning. Tell me about the brand and why you decided to start it in the first place. Okay, cool. So I started the brand just over two years ago. I was working down in London in PR um, and creative marketing. Um, so I'd always used soap bars, like even living down in London and at uni as well. All my housemates used to be like, why do you use bars of soap? It's so weird. And I'd be like, I just, I enjoy using them. Like, I just genuinely felt like it made me feel more clean. And like, you know, when you're in London and you're on the tube and in the summer, especially like you just feel disgusting because it's so sweaty and just awful. And I used to like get home from work and be like, oh, my goodness, I just need to wash. I feel awful. And the only thing that would make me feel like I was clean was using bar soap. So I always use them as weird as everyone else thought it was. And then so I was working um, with some really cool kind of startup brands, mission brands at my agency. And I just kind of like had a thought one day. Actually, I was in the bloody shower when I had this thought. I always tell the story and everyone's like, you just made that up. Like this didn't happen for you like that, but it really did. Um, so I was in the shower one day and I was using my little bar of soap and I just kind of looked at it and I thought, why don't people like using bars of soap? Like, what is their issue with soap bars? Like, what is it about them? And I just thought, you know what? Like, all the brands that are there on the supermarket shelves, like, they're just so boring. They've been around forever. Also, it's like the same five brands that are on the bottom shelf of like every supermarket, below all of the actual hand wash and body gels and things. It's like a forgotten like a forgotten product. So I thought I can create a really cool brand. And because I've been working with these other startup mission type brands, I was like completely inspired by them. So brands like Canna Water, that do water in aluminium cans, and other cool brands like that. And I just thought, God, if they can reinvent a category and do something really cool like that, why can I not do it with soap? So that's where like the initial idea came from, my little shower story. Had you always wanted to start a brand or it just kind of struck you in that moment that you were like, maybe I should start my own? 
So I come from a family of entrepreneurs and business people. So I guess I'd always thought in my mind, I would like to have my own business, but I had no idea what that might be. Um, I just thought hopefully one day an idea might come to me that would be good and I could try. But I, at that point, like in my life, I mean, I was 24. So I was just kind of loving life in London, not really thinking about my future as such. It was just having a good time with my friends with a job, which was pretty fun. So yeah, I had the idea then. And um, a week later, I decided to quit my job. Um, wow. Yeah, I know it was very irrational. Very bold. I know it could have been really, really wrong as well. I often think that, but thankfully it's so far it's gone well. But yeah, so I decided to quit my job. I remember ringing up my parents and I said to my mum, like, look, I'm moving back home. Um, I quit my job. I want to start a soap company. And my mum was like, well, firstly, she was just like over the moon because my mum's my best friend. And she was like, you're coming home after like five years of um, living at uni, then being in London. So she was just like overjoyed. And then my dad stepped in and he was like, okay, but you know, is this really realistic? Like you've worked hard to get where you are. Um, and we need to think about, you know, how we're going to make this work. You don't actually know anything about soap, which was very true. I didn't know anything about soap <laughs> yeah. at the time. So anyway, I worked my month's notice. Um, I'm, that was in the November, I must have handed it in. January, I moved back home to North Yorkshire and I started learning everything there was to know about soap um, and the industry and the history because oh my god there's such a rich history with this particular product it's been around forever um, in all different types of civilizations and cultures so I learned how to make soap obviously that was the first thing I was like I'm gonna have to learn how to make it how do you make it so it's a mixture between sodium hydroxide and oil so back in the olden days they used to use like animal fat obviously well you can use so um, there's like that's the milk though actually it's goat's milk um but typically they don't use any kind of animal der derivative is that the right word <laughs> um anymore it's more just kind of natural oils so coconut oil palm oil avocado oil any oil actually you can pretty much make so so I learned how to make it I wasn't very good at making it but I did try um, so now I have a very trusted manufacturer who does all of that side of things, thankfully for everyone. So yeah, my dad said, look, um, they were amazing. We will, we'll, we'll help you with the business and we'll, you know, contribute funds and money to get you on your way. But you've got six months. If you can't do it in six months and, and bring something to market, then, you know, we, we can't su support you for that long. You know, you're 24 years old, you need to go get a job, which even to get that was unbelievable and I was so lucky to be given that opportunity and how much money did they give you to start with was that like hey here's some money that you'll use to make the to manufacture the product or was it like here's some money to live for six months in addition to like creating the product yeah so it was kind of like it wasn't a specific set amount it was like when I started gathering all the information about what exactly I needed to build this company create the brand and um, get the products, all the different parts. Um, every time I would 
you know, found out the cost for things. And, you know, we'd sit down and be like, right, okay, so this is that X, Y, and Z. This is how much money we're going to need. And then aside from that, I was, I was living at home, you know, didn't have a car. I wasn't really doing much, but they were paying for my food and things like that, which was great. So I had like rent free. Um, it ended up being, I think it was probably around 20,000 to, get the business started okay um that I borrowed from my parents and with that like how many how much soap did that produce <laughs> well yeah that's I sick. have no idea <laughs> no well I had no idea either um so it was actually really tough finding a manufacturer at first to create um bar soap because there's not actually that many left around to be honest especially not in the UK so all the bar soap is made in the UK there's like some really big players um, in the personal care industry. And, you know, their um, MOQs are really, really big. So we're talking like 20,000 plus. Like that's a lot for a startup to commit to, like 20,000 units. So I ended up finding a fantastic manufacturer who were based down south. They're a family-run business. And their minimum order quantities were a little bit less. So we actually started with 5,000 units. Which is still a lot. Still a lot. 5,000 bars of soap. So um, I was like, oh, goodness, I really need to sell this soap. And did, th- did that get, like, shipped to your house? Like, you had 5,000 yeah. bars of soap just, like, in a room? Yeah. So, yeah, literally. So we kind of converted my parents' garage, um, which I still work from. So I, we, don't, we don't have an office or anything right now. I still do everything from home, which is, you know, some people think it's it's crazy, but I'm very fortunate that the garage is, is pretty big and I could probably get the first unit I'd get would probably be a, a similar ish kind of size to it. So I've been quite fortunate with that as well. It just means I don't have to pay any extra rent or rates and um, anything you can save on uh, as a startup is, is a plus. So yeah, it came on a pallet and I was just looking at it thinking, oh my goodness. How big was it? huge so it was um I think it was a quarter of a ton so each bar is 100 grams um so yeah that's right quarter of a ton 5,000 I think that's right somebody's going to be listening to this and thinking that's definitely not right math is not my strong point but I'm definitely not thinking about that also (laughs) I'm not trying to calculate and so then what happens you basically invest in 5,000 units of stock And then you've got to sell this 5,000 units. So like, what do you do? What's the next process? So even before that, I guess I should start with the branding and the brand that, that I built because I did all that myself as well. Um, branding's always been like a real passion of mine. I was working in PR, not branding, but the agency that I was working for, I was actually their first employee. So it was these three guys, two brothers and one best friend. And they started these agencies. They were all from like kind of different creative backgrounds. So one was kind of focused on videography and um, he did directing and things like that. The other was focused on branding and the other had a copywriting and journalism background. So the three of them came together to offer like a 360 approach for brands. And I learned so much from all three of them. So although I'd never been exposed to like branding, even though I had an interest in it and I was you know, always super interested in how two products can be exactly the same and sit next to one another in the supermarket, but one will sell the other one over tenfold just because the branding's better. 
So I learned a lot and then I'd see them developing brands and the creative strategies around them. And then I was, you know, getting involved in that too. So when I had the idea for Nuddy, I knew that I could create a core brand. I just, I believed in myself. So I spent a long time working on the brand strategy within those six months and really looking at everything in such great detail. Like I wrote, I think it was like four pages about what my ideal consumer would look like. Like I created like a case study of this particular person. Um, I think she was called Annie. And it sounds crazy when I think that because Annie is totally not our consumer anymore. But at the time when I was kind of like creating it all, everything was so in detail. What was she like? What was the Annie girl like? So Annie was kind of, well, just like our age. So she was mid-20s to her late 20s. And she, you know, a conscious consumer, somebody that really cared about the things that she was purchasing. She was vegan as well. At this time, when I first started doing the brand strategy for Nuddy, I still ate meat as well, which is also totally fine. But I'd have so many people being like, you're creating a vegan shirt brand, but you're not vegan. And I was like, well, yeah, that's because I'm creating a product which is all inclusive, not just just for vegans. And you have to be vegan to use a vegan soap brand. It means that, you know, anybody can use the product and feel comfortable using the product. And, and that's something that then needs to be highlighted. But Annie was a vegan <laughs> in the case study anyway. So, yeah, I just I really, really went into detail with every part of it. And I wanted to create a brand that was just that stood out from, well, it was going to be easy to stand out against the tired soap brands, which were on the shelf. But I didn't want to just do that. I wanted to go above and beyond. And from the moment the customer would see the nutty box on shelf, I wanted to start the journey. So obviously all the boxes have little quotes and phrases on the front, um, which I always get my stockists they'll like, you know, some of the smaller independents will ring me up and be like, I keep hearing people just like laughing in the store. And I look over and they're just laughing at the nerdy boxes. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I was just yeah. actually listening to a webinar today from Clavio, the email provider. Oh yeah. And they were talking about how they gave some percentages around online shoppers at the moment that they surveyed and people who were very satisfied with their experience of like their brand experience and the people, there was a huge percentage, like 30% were really neutral, neutral. And they were talking about the opportunity that brands are missing to really wow their customers and the importance of things like packaging and the unopening of a package that you receive and and yeah. what it looks like what the point of sale looks like all these different elements that I mean point of sale isn't relevant in the market at the moment but in general you know yeah brands really sometimes can forget that and so it's really nice to hear that that's something that you'd thought about from the very beginning honestly that was like the most important thing our brand was the most important thing obviously product had to be brilliant as well but I chose to work with this particular manufacturer because I loved using soap so much that I learned so much about what I liked from a soap bar so when we started discussing you know formulas and what would go into the bar I kind of already had like a pretty clear idea about what I wanted from the product so for me product straight away I knew the product was going to be great I trusted them to help me create a fantastic premium quality soap bar. The thing that I was responsible for and the thing that was super important to me 
was the brand. And for me, with Nuddy, brand is king. Brand comes first. And it's our brand that has really led to the success that we've been so lucky to have, really. So, yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. And so then to just move forward a little bit, back into the moment of sort of you've received your stock and you've got to take it to the next level of launching the brand, finding wholesalers, because I know you have about a million stockists. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, like, what did you do? What was the actual step-by-step process to get started? Okay. So I'll just be completely transparent. This bit I had no clue about. So the branding and all of that bit before I was like, yeah, I can totally do this. Great. All the creative. And then I got to this point and I was like, I have no idea how to run a business or like how to sell these things. We obviously, we set up our Shopify website. So that was really easy to run. And that was great. And in my mind, I'd ordered 5,000, this is quite funny. I'd ordered 5,000 soap bars and I'd also ordered 5,000 postal boxes because I just thought, oh yeah, like everyone will just come and buy them online and, and we'll just sell them there. Brilliant. So we launched them and we had like a really great first week because I guess it was more like friends and family and people like that. And then very quickly we had um, quite a lot of press because PR was my, you know, my thing. I had background in PR, I had contacts um, and I sent out little PR creative mailers to all of the biggest beauty editors, maybe 20, 22 or something I sent out all but maybe one or two like didn't posted about them on their Instagram stories or even on the grid. So we got loads of press, which was really great. Then we really quickly had other brands approaching us being like, oh, do you want to do a brand collab? Like we've seen you on this person's Instagram story. And I was like, oh yeah, I mean, amazing. This is really cool. Cause they were like pretty big brands. Well, in my eyes, like the likes of Rebel Kitchen and and things like that, like cool, like London-based indie brands, which I'd always, you know, as a as a PR, been very aware of. And, and then building my own independent brand, being quite inspired by, I guess. So yeah, um, we had reasonably good sales to start with. And then I was like, oh, they're probably not selling as well as I need them to be right now, because I'm still living with my parents. And um very quickly, I realized that the trade side of things would be the thing that really carried us. And I'm not going to lie, probably a month before I launched, I hadn't even thought about trade and selling into wholesalers and selling to other retailers. I had no strategy at all. It wasn't until a company called Beauty Mart, who are an independent beauty retailer online, approached me, I think about 10 days after launch and, and said about stocking the nutty bars and I was like oh I didn't even think about other people stocking the bars so I was so naive and just been completely transparent here um, I'm only going to tell you the truth I didn't know how it was going to go and I didn't know how the brand was going to be perceived I just I created this brand and, and product because I couldn't find a brand that spoke to me in this category and I thought other people must be the same but I hadn't really thought about how I would find those people, which even still today, that's one of the most difficult things for a brand is finding your customers. It's really, really not easy. Once you've found them and you've got them, 
then like treasure them and and you know it's still I'm sure every every brand out there you know even the huge ones will still say that they're still actively trying to find their perfect customers yeah hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And so the Beauty Mart basically came on board, they stopped you. And then was that kind of a snowball effect for other brands to come forward and say, hey, I want to put my hand up to stock you too? Or did you then start thinking, okay, I need to like take on this approach and, you know, put on my wholesale hat and start outreach? And That's what I did, yeah. So um, one of my brother's friends worked at Boohoo and I messaged her on Instagram really randomly. We, we'd met once at a party like years ago. And I was like, oh, um, hey, you know, I've just started this company, Nuddy. I think it could be quite a good thing for Pretty Little Thing. I know they have a beauty section at the time, Boohoo were just doing their own branded beauty, not um, other brands. And she was like, yeah, that sounds great. So we ended up getting Nuddy onto Pretty Little Thing and then on Misguided. And that really 
really, really elevated us in terms of exposure. So many other brands then caught on to Tunity to do collabs with. And it's like every single time you collaborate with a bigger brand, you then get exposed to their audience. And within their audience, obviously there's customers, but there's also really, really interesting people who could also help you then grow your brand. It's, it's really weird how it happens. And so how fast did all that happen? Because getting onto those stores is major. Yeah. So in our first year, we'd worked with Beauty Mart, Pretty Little Thing, Misguided, Topshop, um, Skinny Dip. Uh, I'm definitely missing. Urban Outfitters? Urban Outfitters came in year two. No, in year, year one. So this is after year one do you know okay. what I mean so up yeah, until yeah. when we had all of those then we had our first anniversary Urban Outfitters came after that Urban Outfitters are quite quite recent actually in anthropology but the first year was just crazy but the thing is once again being really transparent we would have these orders come in it's like I created this like people thought the brand was much bigger than it was You've got to remember, I'm still operating this. I was still operating this from my parents' garage. It's because we've had so much press and we'd collaborated with so many other cool brands that, you know, people thought the brand was much bigger, but it wasn't. So we hadn't really built on our brand awareness enough to support those retail partnerships, which I learned very quickly. And every, like, you know, every single day there's a new learning but you know, it's, we would get orders from from some bigger retailers, and then we wouldn't get a second order because the soaps just didn't sell that well. And of course, they were never going to because people knew nothing about them. I hadn't even I hadn't had the money to kind of invest in like advertising or anything like that. All we'd had up until that point was like organic PR, so nothing even paid for. Just me sending out information to journalists. So that was quite a big learning and that was a big challenge. And it was, it was pretty tough at the time because I would get the contracts and think, oh my God, this is amazing. Like if they just keep ordering this from me like month on month, like this is fantastic. And it just didn't happen. And I was like, oh God. So then you'd feel like knocked back. Why are they not selling? You know, I know the product's great. The feedback that I have had is fantastic. So why, why do not like more people not want to buy them? It was I would spend, you know, my nights just staring at the ceiling being like, what can I do here? And so what did you do? Well, I spent, uh, you know, a, a long time just, just being like, what can I do? Not knowing what to do, because it's not like you just get like a random shining light from the sky with this message saying, here's what you do, Cass. Like, this is going to be the thing that makes it successful. So for ages, I was like, I still don't know. And I would, you know, look to people for advice. But, you know, it's it's really, really difficult starting an independent brand with, you know, not a lot of money behind you and and getting people on board, especially when it's something like a product like a soap bar, because I wasn't just trying to get people to buy a soap bar. I was, I was trying to, I was aiming the product at millennial females, right? So I knew it was going to be a challenge, to, you know, when I started, because 
many millennial females haven't even hadn't at the time even heard the phrase bar soap or bar of soap for like ever. They just thought about their granny's house and like a, a little bar of pears in a on a on a soap dish. So even, you know, when we went into Topshop, we would buy the tills in Topshop. And they just weren't selling great because the girls are probably picking them up and being like, bar of soap, I don't want that. And it was so hard and it was so frustrating because I was just thinking in my mind, just try it. Like, I wish they would just try it. But at this point, I couldn't afford to do sampling because to sample is, it costs so much to sample. And I just, I couldn't afford to do that. So I was really like stuck between a rock and a hard place and how I could really like get the brand to grow, I guess. Um, And then we got Urban Outfitters, which is fantastic, and Anthropology, And they just seemed to do a lot better. I think, as I was saying before about Annie, the perfect customer, it turned out that Annie was definitely not our perfect customer. And that our customer base is probably a little bit older. So Anthropology really worked as a retailer. And then very quickly after that, we were approached by the US team um, for Urban Outfitters based over in Philly. And they were really keen to get Nudie on board. And, and this was like amazing because it was it would have been our first retailer in the US. So that was really exciting. And I was like, oh, like now every time I would be like, I really, really hope it works because you just don't know. And, and it's out of your control, really. I mean, obviously, you can support and assist with things like social ads and try and like push people in that direction. But when your product goes on to one of these bigger retailers, if they're not trying to push it, like it's quite difficult, especially for such a young brand, which even still, uh, you know, at that point, at this point, we're still growing our brand awareness all the time, especially in in a market like the US as well. Obviously, we've done nothing in terms of brand awareness, but they have been selling well, which is good. I think it's because of the current climate, possibly, but that'll be encouraging more people to try um, the soap. So, yeah. And so who did you find was the kind of the customer? Because originally you thought it was like early 20s, millennial girl. Who did it turn out to be that your customer is now? So I think it's really, really hard to pinpoint and define exactly who it would be because it's it's kind of turned out that everybody loves Nuddy. So we've got so we've got such a wide customer base with loads of guys. Like um, in terms of our direct consumer, I think it's probably about I would say oh this might be a bit bold sixty forty split. Oh wow. Which you would you wouldn't expect looking at the brand at first glance, but but yeah, like it is. That's incredible. Um, and guys love using the bars. I mean, we've been featured in GQ a few times. If you take some of the bars away from the others in terms of the branding, like the lime and lemon and the mango, um, have both been in GQ. And I guess if you take those bars away from our Instagram setting or the rest of the collection and they're just a standalone then why why not like why could they not be kind of seen as a more gender neutral which they are yeah. um gender neutral anyway but you know what people would perceive to be feminine or masculine so a real range but mostly I would say kind of 30 to 40 year old women and I imagine your product is really great for gifting as well 
it's something that people can pick yeah. up in a place like Urban Outfitters and know that they can give it to the younger girl that they're buying for in those kinds of stores as well. Yeah, definitely. That, and that's been a really funny one as well, actually. So when we launched uh, and the whole strategy I built around Nadi was was definitely not for it to be a gift. It was for it to be a personal care beauty product that I wanted to encourage people to use soap bars every day. So I wanted to encourage people to ditch um, plastic bottles, you know, become more conscious consumers um, and really promote that kind of idea of conscious consumerism. And just like, it's not asking people to be perfect, but if there's a small thing in like what you're using to wash your body with and you're not compromising, right? So it's a, it's a great it's premium quality product. It's, you know, wonderful to use in terms of experience and, and everything and, and at a reasonable price point as well. I wanted to create a product that would be like, why would you not just try that? Why would you not use that? It's one of the easiest things that you can swap into your life to try and be a little bit more eco-friendly. Um, so, But we very quickly fell into the gifting category which I think was bound to happen just from the way that I branded the products. Um, so we're in like a lot, like you said at the beginning of, of stores, a lot of them are independents. So I have an amazing list of independent stores. So they're like, you know, high street gift shops, um, small wellness shops, things like that. And I love those retailers more than any of the others because you just have like a genuine relationship with the owners of the store yeah absolutely and you get really great feedback from them and is it still you managing all the stores like or do you have an agency now who does it because primarily your business must take a lot of time to manage all the retailers that you have Yes, it really, really does. Um, I do everything. So I don't employ anyone as of yet. So it's just, I know no one can never believe it, but I'm across everything. So from the social media, up until very recently, I now have a PR agency who deal with that side of things, a great agency, B. Um, and even though that's the one thing that, I do best. That's the one thing that I just can't find time to do. Are you still packing the orders yourself as well? You don't have any help. Yeah, no, it's crazy. No, no, no. I do everything. So at the moment, um, I'm sure you will have seen on our Instagram, we started an initiative. I saw. Um, I saw. Yeah. Amazing. By uh, the way, so we started an initiative. Thank you. Um, offering free soap to those in need. So. This is quite a funny story. Um, I seem to be telling a lot of them in this podcast. I'm hoping <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful all for it. I love the lols. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my boyfriend lives down in York and we kind of live between both of our parents' houses at the moment. It's so romantic. But yeah, so we went to the local supermarket um, down there. It must have been like three... It'll be four weeks this coming Friday. And we just got back from Switzerland the week before. And because we'd, you know, we'd been on a plane and stuff, we thought we're going to self-isolate for two weeks and we're not really, you know, going to go out or anything. Not that we had any symptoms, but we'd been on a plane, right? So we just thought we'd best be safe. 
Um, but we had to go out and get some food before we decided to do it. Um, I don't know, this must have been at the end of the two weeks we'd gone out to Morrison's. Yeah, that's right. So here we were in the supermarket and whenever I'm in any shop, I will always go to the zones and just see what's there. See if there's like any new brands that I might not have seen before and why are they there instead of Nuddy. And uh, there, there never is any new brands, by the way. <laughs> um, and, and just see like how they're selling and, you know, prices and stuff. So I went and obviously there was just nothing on the shelves at all. Um, and it hadn't even really dawned on me because everyone had been saying about there was no loo roll, there was no toilet roll, everybody stockpiling on soup and things like that. But I hadn't heard anything about soap. So when we we went, I was like, oh my goodness, of course, there's there's no soap. And at this point, I hadn't seen like a spike in sales or anything at my end because this was like right at the beginning of when it was getting bad in the UK and um, before any restrictions or anything like that. So we got back from the supermarket and I just said to my boyfriend like what what can we do like there must be something we can do here because you know I've got loads of soap um you know the volume I have thousands of bars of soap (laughs) I've just got a lot of soap and clearly there's people who can't get any and then I'd see like I was scrolling down my Facebook that night and I think it was like a friend's friend's mum or something that for some reason I had on Facebook had posted saying that she couldn't find any soap anywhere. And I was like, okay, this is definitely a thing. This is a thing. Um, so it was actually my boyfriend's idea. He was like, well, Cass, why don't you, you know, start giving away free soap? You know, you can still ask people to pay a contribution to cover your postage and packaging. Because, I mean, as a small business, there's just, there's no way I could give away the product and then send it, which you know, is not cheap because of the weight of the soap. Um, So, you know, we figured out people would be more than happy to cover that. So yeah, I posted about it on the Friday morning on Instagram, just being like, you know, I had this experience yesterday. If anybody can't get hold of soap, I'm more than happy to send it to you. All you have to do is cover the postage and packaging. And then, you know, told them about, you know, the, all the great upsides to Nuddy. So Nuddy's vegan friendly, plastic free, cruelty free, you know, no SLS, no nasties, and that they're laced with shea butter. So the full range of soap bars, they're all created using the same base. So it's a shea butter base. So they not only clean your hands, they moisturize them too, which is, you know, a huge kind of USP and then a real kind of reason for people to want to buy them at this current time when overwashing your hands can like lead to cracks and dryness and you know even like bleeding knuckles and things like that so I had no idea by the way how this was going to go like I really really didn't I didn't know if like nobody would want a free bar or if maybe loads of people would want a free bar so very naive um a lot of this business has been kind of like got into completely blindly by the way and me just like tripping through things um so we put the post out and it just went absolutely crazy basically how many soap bars did you give away in the first day alone I think we did I think it was like 1050 in the first day wow 
And was it like repeat kind of people who already buy your soaps or was it like new people coming into your network? So it was new people. It was, it was, I mean, it was, it was a mixture of both, but up until then, like our, our direct to consumer side of the business was like, not, you know, I was probably selling about 300 pounds a week. Like, no joke. I just, we hadn't, I hadn't concentrated on the website at all. It was kind of like a dead space in a way. All of my focus was weirdly enough, because this was not the plan at the beginning, as you know, was on trade. Um, so all of the, you know, the money that we were making was from all of our stockists. And then we would, you know, sell direct consumer when the orders came in, but just no money put into that at all. No time, no effort. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. And we just, we weren't, we weren't really prepared for it. Um, cause I was down in York at the time as well. I wasn't even at home. I mean, going to the post office with a thousand orders, they must've been like, get out. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I, so I wasn't at home. I came back home and I said, my parents retired. <laughs> well, obviously they wouldn't have been at work now anyway, but they're retired, bless them. And I said to them, I was like, look, like we <laughs> we've got to send all these sofas and they were just like all right okay so we're gonna have to do it like they're so great they totally like have my back on everything and believe in me and they were like right okay cool like this is what I'm gonna do blah 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 so we got them all together it ended up actually being three days worth of orders that we had to send out because it was the Fridays and then Saturday Sunday so we sent all those out on Monday morning so I can't even remember how many there was, but bags and bags. It was ridiculous. And I had to go. At this point, we didn't even have a business account with the Royal Mail or anything because we didn't really send that much, like small parcels. They were all bigger trade parcels, which we would use like other couriers. So I had to go buy stamps from over the counter. So I was going and buying like a thousand stamps at a time, which was was crazy. And the woman was like, what are you doing? (laughs) I had to like explain to her what I was doing and she was like oh right okay she's like yeah sure thing <laughs> if yeah, you say like, so and the stamps are so not cheap as well so like postage is expensive obviously that was being covered but at the time I was having to like dish out a lot of money to get you know enough stamps to like cover us um so very quickly came our first challenge actually um so bless her, the wonderful lady at our post office, hadn't told us about weight, like the weight restrictions. So typically you can buy a trial bar from the Nutty website, which is a 20 gram small bar, which you can just use to try. And if you like it, then you can buy the full size bar. Um, but that's a 20 gram bar. So I didn't know, nor had um, this wonderful lady you know, she hadn't told me that once you go above 100 grams, then it's a new price. So here I am, like all completely naive to this. I just didn't have a clue. I just thought, oh, well, they're just the same as what we send because it's the same size like um, letter and everything is the same. So why would it be a different price? So I had priced them on the site, you know, according to that. I think it was like 150 something at first. And my boyfriend has a skincare company as well which is quite weird and unique in terms of the fact we both have we both do the same thing 
but he very quickly said to me, Cass, you're lo- if you do that, you're losing, <laughs> you're losing like 20 pence on, e- on each thing. Like you're not covering your cost here for postage and packaging. Like you need to change it. And I was like, oh goodness, <laughs> maths is not my strong point, by the way. Um, so anyway, with the postage, I was sending them out for like a week and they were all getting there fine. And then I started getting some messages from people being like, oh, I've been charged £1.50 extra. And I was like, oh, that's so weird because, you know, that shouldn't be happening. And then more and more people. And then I got an email from um, the Royal Mail, like, compliance officer, which it it come through the form on um, Nuddy's website, actually, saying, like, can you get in contact with us? Like, we've got a few bags of your mail here, but, you know, they're not, they haven't been charged the right price. So I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to refund all these people, um, which means that, you know, that's going to come out of, of my pocket and I can't really afford to do that anyway. And it was just, it was very, very, very stressful. So the guy was really fantastic. And he said, look, you're just, just over the weight. So I think you were like 10 grams over but, you know, they were getting caught up and then recharged. So I had two days worth of parcels go out to people and then get charged extra. So for the next, honestly, still some of them are coming through now. For the next two weeks, it was just hell. Because I would have people emailing like, oh, my God, I've been recharged. You know, another 150. This is a scam. And I'd be like, oh, my God, it's not a scam. So what did you have to do? So then what we had to do is we had to set up a Royal Mail business account. Um, Well, actually, when um, the guy had rang me um, on the phone, he was like, I've got three, I think it was like um, three or four bags. He was like, I've got three or four bags here. If you want, you can come and add additional stamps to these parcels and we can, you know, send them for you. So me and my mum had to drive 45 minutes to the post center to go and add additional stamps onto those letters so that was just oh and at this time like you know it was only you know leave your house for you know really like necessary things and I was like oh goodness we shouldn't really be you shouldn't really be going out the house but we, we had to go and do it so we went up and did that and it was it was awful. Honestly, for, for a week, I don't think I slept. This was only a couple of weeks ago. And it was, I felt, because I feel, it's, it's, you know, this business is my baby and, and everything that happens with the brand, good or bad, reflects back onto me. And I was petrified that people would think, you know, that there would be like reviews online and people would be like, oh, I had to, you know, this is, you know, that they're not telling the truth. You have to then pay this extra thing. And it was all because of a genuine mistake. I was so worried. And so how did you deal with the customers who were complaining? Like, what was the strategy? I was just really honest. I was really, really honest. And I think what my customers what Nuddy's customers have really appreciated from me is the fact that I I haven't tried to be like pretend that we're some big team and that we've just got like this strategy whenever I've replied I've replied as myself being like I am so sorry this is genuinely what happened like I'm trying to manage everything like on my own which is true like thousands of orders were coming through and it was like me my mum and dad in the kitchen 
trying to get everything out. It was, it's like, a, it was like a comedy sketch. <laughs> um, and, and we really had to like perfect our systems and now we've nailed it. And so how many bars have you given out for free now at this point today? Just over 12,000. Holy um, shit, that's amazing. Yeah, Wow, thank you. go you. Um, I, I can't believe that many have like come and gone through in that amount of time. I mean, also, you have now a database of 12,000 emails. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's been amazing as well. So our subscribers list, which was, I think, we maybe had 3,000 on there something like that and now it's now it's yeah it's huge like we're nearly at 20,000 amazing just amazing yeah it's it is fantastic and it means that I can now one of the things I was wanted to do with Nuddy is really like hone in on the community side of things and really build a strong sense of community you know we have things on our website we have a blog series called Strip Down which is where people can you know write a blog just about an experience they've had in their life or something that they've come through the other side of they can just be really vulnerable stripped down and bare all and 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 hopefully that can have a really positive impact on somebody that might be going through a similar thing when they read it so for me it's like oh my god fantastic now I can really finally start to get this sense of community moving and it's not something that I had even put any energy or time into before but now I've it's like now I've got these customers like I really want to look after them and I want them to feel like they're part of something um and that's really important to me so that's always going to be at the top of the to-do list and I think by by the way you've gone about it, you know, you you will have built such a strong sense of loyalty by doing this give back initiative. So you're really starting off on a on a great kind of foundation to be able to, you know, deliver on your promise and and fulfill that, which is just so nice to hear. I think. Yeah, I mean, I had so many messages, like thousands of messages from people being like, "What you're doing is amazing. Thank you so much." And just like really, really kind words. So when I was going through the really hard part of it and um, I'm I'm really struggling, actually, it was those messages of appreciation and people like genuinely like reaching out a hand and be like, you're doing all right, gal. Yeah. Um, That kind of pushed me through it because it was tough. Yeah, I I bet it was. I bet it was tough. massive appreciation for anybody that works at customer service oh my because God. there was times that like I would you know they were few and far between like really bad um emails I think I maybe had three people go full-on like like nasty ninja they go ninja keyboard yeah. warrior on you yeah. and you're like why Honestly. and this was this was even before they'd given me a chance to say what had happened. Like they got something through the post. There was an extra £1.50. That could have been for, for so many reasons. And they hadn't even given me a chance to say anything. And this was their opening email. And actually two of those people wrote back and they were like, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. One of them even ordered an additional, I think it was like a £20 order to apologize and was like, don't send the soap. Oh, wow. 
Well, that's nice though. And I think that's where you see customer service is so important to any business because it's a really, really key moment that you have to change someone's perception of your brand, which is obviously like case in point. I wanted to ask you, have you also seen now that you've had people ordering the free soap, have you also seen now a spike in regular online sales as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Which I hoped would happen. Um, of course, but straight away, if it wasn't for people just ordering large orders to support, which many people did, um, it was, it's now a case of repeat customers. So I knew, this is what I knew all along. This was your sampling process, really. Yeah, in a way. You've just had 12,000 people sample your product. Yeah, which is exactly what I needed. And, And I wasn't, it's funny because my boyfriend said that to me yesterday, actually about it it's basically a sampling process at the time I didn't even think about it like that but that's how it's turned out and it's it's been amazing because I've had so many people message as well saying oh my goodness like I've got psoriasis or I've got eczema and using the nutty soaps has cleared it up wow that's powerful amazing before and after pictures and and everything so and this isn't even that's not even part of my messaging with nutty it's not you know we've never been like oh it, it could possibly cure like skin concerns and but just to know that that is actually happening is is fantastic but I guess when you're when you've got a wider consumer base you're going to learn more about the product and how it's performing with different people because now I'm getting all those all that feedback directly back to me as opposed to into retailers which is amazing really fantastic so yes our our direct-to-consumer business on a whole, including the free bars, has grown about 700%. Oh, my gosh. In the past three Just weeks. Just incredible. Yeah. So incredible. Oh, God, it's been a lot of hard work. But, yeah, it's – do you know, it's funny because you, when you're going through it, and it's the same with everyone at the moment, you're just trying to get through day by day because it's just such a – weird time and a scary time you don't want to think too far ahead and you you kind of don't want to think too much at all otherwise it kind of freaks you out but I I haven't really spent a lot of time to reflect like reflected at all because I'm just keep going and just keep moving forwards but yeah I guess it's been pretty pretty amazing for the brand and for Nuddy and now we we're finally getting that exposure that I know that the brand and the product deserves and you can see that by the repeat customers and people being like oh my god this product's amazing I'm a convert no more shower gel and that's all I've wanted so we've got some customers for life now which is really nice yeah that is really cool really really cool what's next for the brand what's the goal for kind of I mean 2020 is obviously cancelled but (laughs) what's the goal following (laughs) Um, well, actually, um, saying that, we have got very big a new product launch coming in five weeks' time, which is super soon. So we're launching our range of shampoo bars. Oh, my God. Amazing. Love it. That's so great. I have been working on this project for over a year now, and... I was the one that tested all of the samples. Oh my goodness, we went through all sorts of different kind of formulations and 
you know, I really, as soon as I like launched the soap bars, I knew that I wanted to do a shampoo bar and that it would take a little bit longer. But the base that we're using for the shampoo bar has been in, t- in development for the past five years. And it's, you know, the most innovative base of its type. It's unbelievable. And, you know, I we've chosen to mix that with kind of a really high percentage of coconut oil and argan oil. <gasps> Yum. And I've always been so funny about what I use on my hair. I know it doesn't look like it right now, <laughs> but normally it looks much nicer than this. Um, and I've always used like things like Davines, like really good quality shampoo and conditioner. I always say that my scalp's a bit of a snob because if I use cheaper hair products, I just get a really flaky scalp. It's really weird. Um, and I, so I've always had you know, sensitive, a sensitive scalp. So I knew that the product that I was creating needed to be nourishing, hydrating, luxe. Me alongside a a really fantastic cosmetic chemist that I can't take the credit for (laughs) creating this all by myself because I definitely didn't. Um, But yeah, it's been a long time in the making. The shampoo bars, there's three different shampoo bars. The first one that we're launching is our ultra volume blow dry bar. So it's basically like getting a blow dry at home. It's it's unbelievable. I am so excited to bring it to market just because I know how amazing the product actually I is. I feel like you've just sold me on it just by hearing the way you talk about it. It's just <laughs> so amazing. I can't wait. Five weeks it's in the diary. <laughs> Yay. Um, and then aside from that, it's pretty hard to get going with any kind of development at the moment, but obviously we launched with our core range of five soap bars. Now we have our candles, which is soy wax candles, and we've got our beautiful um, cotton bed t-shirts, which, you know, everything that I bring to this brand or we launch on the site is, is basically just things that like I really want. <laughs> I think that other people will like yeah. too. There's so much kind of genuine thought that goes in to everything from me I guess um so yeah I'll I'll never bring a product out just for the sake of filling a gap you know everything that I do with Nuddy moving forwards will always be to kind of breathe a breath of fresh air back into a market or like just bring something different or some like fun but always at the best quality they can be oh. That's so amazing. My last question before I ask you the six quickie questions is um, yeah. what advice would you have for any any woman or any guy for that matter who's looking to start a business and start from scratch? That is a good one. So I have helped um, numerous kind of aspiring startup founders. And the advice that I always give them is just like is really – really plan and research into your field and what's already out there it's so you know so many people have amazing ideas people have amazing ideas every day but to actually then create a business out of that idea is is a very very different thing and I think people can be very naive I mean I was naive it turned out well for me but I wasn't it, it could have went very differently And I was in a very, you know, fortunate position to be able to have the help that I did. But just really research and like, don't take that step until you genuinely know that you've ticked all of your boxes and that you're prepared and and you're ready. And I know it sounds 
silly me saying that when when I definitely wasn't but but in hindsight I know that it could have went the other way and you've got to be bold and you've got to take the chance but also just make sure that you're educated in in what you're doing and you've got a plan man with a plan man with a plan woman with a plan All right. The six quickie questions. It's just a quick fire round. Number one is what's your why? So when I first thought about this, I started answering it more in a business sense. And I was like, no, I'm going to do more of a personal one. So I guess personally, with still with Nuddy, that I wanted to prove generally that someone like me at the age I was could start a business or a brand like a viable brand and and actually make it work I mean it does just like it seems unrealistic and out of reach and at the time I didn't even know if I could do it but I somehow managed to do it so I guess now I just want to as I said I I like to help like other young founders you know, just believe in themselves. And if I can pass on that knowledge that I have onto other people and, you know, I didn't, I didn't have anyone to kind of help me and, and anyone to ask the questions. So I always say if anybody, and if anybody's listening to this and just wants any guidance about how to do things wrong a lot of the time, but then come back from it, then I'm your gal. (laughs) That's amazing. We'll get your details at the end. So where people can reach out to you. Definitely. What's the number one marketing strategy that really made your business pop? Cool. So um, for us, really, as I've spoken about in detail, just like to strip it all back, it's the brand, really. So, so really stripping back to basics, but that initial focus on um, the brand and having like a really strong brand messaging. So from the outset, that's what got us noticed on, you know, portraying that through the likes of Instagram and, and social media. There's there's so many things that, that go into that initial pop. But I think that's the thing. When you first launch, you've got to make sure you launch with a bang. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got to have all the different things that think about all the things that will help you to do that. Yeah. Number three is where do you hang out to get smarter? <laughs> this is a difficult one for me. Um so I like to listen to Guy Raz's How I Built This Podcast. It's a great that one. Is oh my god, it's so great. I've learned so much from listening to those podcasts. Me too. Um, like from founding learner and people like that. They're amazing. And then aside from that, like I think maybe once a month, me and my closest girls will have I like to call them um, creative strategy sessions. So obviously none of them work for Nuddy, but they all helped me like think of different parts of the brand and I just like to the people who are closest to me are are some of the most amazing inspirational creatively talented people ever so I like to just talk to them and utilize them in every way that I can And, and I love that they're part of nuddy as well so even not in an obvious way but there's little bits of of all of my nearest and dearest in this brand which just makes it all the more special you have like a full-time permanent focus group yeah yeah I do. <laughs> I do literally and they love it as well it's so nice That's amazing uh number four is how do you win the day okay so I've got a few things that when I shut my eyes at night if I've done these things then I feel good um the first is working out so um 
that's not to say that I do that every day, but I like at least four or five times a week, but I always feel the best once I've done it. Uh, it helps me focus a lot. And then doing my skincare routine. <laughs> so AM, PM. If I, sometimes I actually, I did this last night. I looked at myself in the mirror and I just thought, can't be bothered. And then I thought, nope, like I have to do it. <laughs> I'm going to sleep so much better if I just do it. So <laughs> just those two things really make me feel like, like I've won the day. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> I get in that mindset as well, where I'm like, it's almost like when your brain tells you not can't be fucked you're more like okay that's when I really need to do it so I don't drop the habit yeah absolutely no exactly uh if you only had one thousand dollars left in your business account where would you spend it Facebook ads all day long um you know we are now spending quite a significant budget on Facebook ads and at first I would have agencies you know, approach me and be like, you know, you really need to do this. And I was like, it must be a waste of money. It's so not a waste of money. And if I, it's such a drive to sales as well. So yeah, it would go straight on Facebook ads and then hopefully we get sales from there. And lucky last is how do you deal with failure? Mm, Not very well, but I've had to get used to it as all founders know, especially in these past couple of weeks, because there's just been challenge after challenge. Um, I used to really struggle with it and like I'd just go into, you know, a really anxious place and I used to suffer badly with anxiety. Um, and it was, and it was really tough, but you've, you've just got to learn to deal with failure, I guess, because you're constantly challenged and, and, and growing. So now I just, if I'm having a hard time or something is going wrong, I just like to take myself off um, and just like check in with myself and, and just breathe, actually, do very loose meditation. Um, and then just know that I can pick myself up again because every time you do, because you have to. Love that. Where can people find you? So people can find Nuddy um, online on our website at www.nuddy.co.uk um and then all of our stockists which are listed um on the nuddy website but currently um high street stockists we're in on urban outfitters in anthropology um on top shop as well and what about you personally what's your instagram oh and my instagram um so my personal instagram is cassie amardi um, so that's K-A-S-S-I-E-M-A-D-I. And then Nuddy's Instagram is Nuddy Official. Fab. Well, thank you so much. I love this episode. This was so fun. Oh, no worries at all. It's been my pleasure. It's been so lovely chatting to you. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. 
As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. (laughs) 